Thank you for tuning in to Mafia Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zimware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and auto recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the van and create an invoice out in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mafia Memoirs. I'm Jody. I'm Rod. And we are with Zimware and Rotafest, and we have a weekly special that we do called Mafia Memoirs where we interview the movers and shakers of the automotive detailing world that can include detailers, vendors, suppliers, you name it. We just want to get them on the line so that we can help you as detailers grow and uh, build your business. So we have, um, we're actually going to revisit uh, one of our earlier guests, Mr. Chris Woolman, because we were having some audio difficulties and we did not want to do his uh, interview a disservice, so we're going to bring him on board and we're going to visit with him. So hold on, let me add him. Like he's coming on board. There he is. Good. good. How, are you, How are you today? Good. I can hear you loud and clear. Hopefully this time it's working good. It's yeah, working it's perfect. Perfect. So... That's the fun thing about this adventure that we're on. We're learning what Facebook likes us to do and what it doesn't like us to do. And, uh, so, yep. yeah, that can be a little bit of a challenge. So, And if you move a little bit to your right, that that fan will look like a beanie on top of your head. Is that what you want me to do, like this? Yeah, there, right there. Yeah, baby. <laughs> be like those old 50 tap with the spinner. Chris takes flight. <laughs> That's great. So, yeah, so you're not detailing Air Force One, you're detailing helicopters now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've done that. <laughs> but, uh, That's awesome. We, we did a... Fact, I, did a hel did uh, you just do one? Yeah, it was about, I want to say, six months ago. It was a... Uh, oh, what what is that? A um, Boeing's big uh, competitor, over an Airbus helicopter. That's what it was. Okay. So it was That's very awesome. very cool. Yeah, we washed and waxed it one night in the dark. It was their demo helicopter. Well, at least you don't have to worry about halos, right? No, no, no. <laughs> and they always look better at night, always. That That's right. Great. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we appreciate you joining us. So, you know, you have a lot of really cool things going on. Uh, not only are you a full-time detailer or a part-time, I'm not sure if you're part-time or full-time. We can talk about that, but you also have a new title, Rennie Set Man. But why don't we start with how you got into the business and uh, your journey to where you are today? All right. Well, I'm, I, I am, just to answer that question, I am currently a part-time detailer, and I'm, I'm working for, for Rennie pretty close to full-time. But uh, I got started when I was in college, actually. So about 20 years ago, I detailed for a, uh, a company out in Salt Lake City. Um, and one of their customers or one of my customers through there ended up hiring me away from, from the detailing job. 
and uh, he owned a high-end home theater and home automation business. And so uh, I spent the next 18 years in that industry doing various jobs, um, you know, working in small business, keeping things going. And uh, it was time to make a change. So that's when I went back to detailing for myself. Um, I trained with Rennie through detailing.com. I want to say back in 2012, 2013, right around then. Uh, and then I retrained with him back in 2017 so that I can get involved with the Detailers Network and the Detail Mafia. So That's, that's awesome. Nice. Yep. So, so we also know that you are a big Baja Bug freak. I don't know about big, but I have, I have my – my my very first and and my very first Volkswagen and it's my '66 Baja Bug. It's uh, a little rough. Um, it's rusty here and there. It's got fading paint, uh, primered hood, that kind of thing. But it's a car I don't have to wash. It's a car I don't have to wax. Um, <laughs> you know, which is which is just what I wanted. Uh, yesterday, my two uh, one-year-old lab puppies decided that it would be fun to chew the valve stem off one of the tires. So <laughs> I, uh, I, that's, that's a mouthful of that. Oh yeah. I, I heard it. I heard it hissing in the backyard. I walk out there and there's two dogs just staring at it with their heads cocked, you know, wondering what's going on. And, and, uh, you know, that was that $20 later, I had to go get the tire fixed. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's funny. So, yeah. so do you get out much in your Baja bus? Yeah, I drive it. I drive it almost once a week, at least. Um, it's a lot of fun just to take out. I get thumbs up everywhere I go. Uh, you know, kids love it. You know, they don't. Kids today don't see bugs very often, really. You know, we used to when I was growing up. Every third car was a bug, it seemed. But uh, nowadays, you could go a long time without seeing one. So uh, yeah, my, it's fun. My very first car was a, a blue Baja Bug '65. Yeah, and I loved that car. It was fun, but it was a little rough. So yeah, I, well, they're actually. A... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I've actually worked on Volkswagen since I was a kid in the '80s. I've had, I don't even know how many. I couldn't even count them all, but I've had one since uh, the mid '80s. I still have a Volkswagen now, but uh, your you posted a couple of weeks ago that green one that you passed up. Yeah, and I actually had the very first winter mint green Baja bug in the nation. Um, and I was in hot VW's magazine in the nineties with it. Um, Very cool. And, uh, uh, like I said, I've had one ever since, but I've got, now I've just got a Passat, but I, I built uh, Bajas. I've actually went to the Baja several times, uh, in Nevada, in, in some of those circuits and used to cruise around and do that stuff for a while. So we're, we're fighting a low battery here. So Jody's going to jiggle the screen <laughs> for just a second. It's, we got the pop-up warning, and hey, I appreciate all the people making comments. I see all the people from Michigan, and Scott Mish is there, and uh, there. Dan wants to give you having to give you a, you to give him a ride in June. Oh yeah, oh that means well, yeah. Dan's coming out for the IGL training we're doing up in Big Bear, and uh, that would mean I'd have to drive it up the mountain. I'm not sure that car can can take it. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it, man. Yeah, it's a it's a handful on the freeway at about sixty five miles an hour. You're holding on pretty good. So just, you just need to you just need to work on it, beef it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. 
we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny because we're working on it, an iPhone 6S at the battery life is about 10 minutes. In my iPhone X, I cracked the machine right the face so I can barely even touch it. So we're talking to you, all of a sudden the battery's just going, shroom. <laughs> so, yeah Rod should tell me I, I i need an android usually about this time so oh, that's good. <laughs> so so you're into more than just volkswagen you're into some other weird stuff too you do like rally porsches and well i'm 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 a big porsche fan um and uh i like to work on them and uh, i don't own one that's why i own a volkswagen it's uh <laughs> you know it's what i can afford um I, I own an 03 Mini Cooper that I've had since new. Um, and I used to be very active with my Mini Cooper Club. Uh, but these days I'm just too busy. But I still, uh, I'm still part of it. And uh, what do you call it? I have a 68 Mercury Cougar that my dad and I nice. got together. So Nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, I had a 66. That was my second car. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, uh, they're, it's pretty cool, but, uh, I don't drive it much. The Baja gets driven a lot more. So that's good. So what do you got, what do you have going on? Um, I know there's some stuff, uh, going on next week that we can talk about. There's a few things next week going on that we can't talk about that I will be in California for. So we'll just leave that out there for everybody to guess. Yeah. Um, but what do we got going on? That is pretty exciting. I know. (laughs) What do we got going on next week that we can talk about? Well, uh, Rennie is a busy guy, and uh, coming up this weekend, he's doing a, a, a PNS distributor training up in Big Bear for two days. That starts actually tomorrow and continues to Saturday. Um, and then starting, I believe, on Tuesday, he starts a, a SoCal tour with PNS, and they're going to be hitting up uh, about four or five different uh, distributors in the Southern California region. Um, going all the way down to Tijuana, Mexico for the last one. Yeah. So, um, so that'll be kind of cool. Rennie will be busy doing that. I think, uh, and you and I will be getting together on Wednesday to go visit a couple places. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, after that towards uh, the end of May on May 31st, uh, Rennie's doing a one day extreme training class up at the PNS detail studio in Hayward. And then uh, he's also got a five-day advanced training class happening in June, which we still have some spots left for. And then at the end of June, we're doing another one-day extreme class um, in Big Bear. So that's just the next 60 days. Right. And then July, we've got Air Force One. That's right. July. So it's just nonstop. Yeah. Air Force One in July. um, McCall's in Monterey in August. Uh, and then before you know it, it'll be SEMA time. And b- b- between all that, there's still, you know, monthly training sessions happening and everything else. So, uh, yeah, calendar's yeah. full. That's awesome. So let's talk about your role as Rennie's hitman. Hit so what what are you doing? What are, you know, obviously trying to wrangle that guy is like wrangling a herd of cats. So, um, so let's talk about your role there. Uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, you know, I'm working closely with both Rennie and Diane, and uh, pretty much we just do whatever's necessary. But the idea is to uh, stay on top of his schedule and calendar, uh, stay on top of all the trainings and the new students. So, um, you know, part of the job is promoting those trainings, uh, interacting with the potential students, interacting with the ones that actually sign up to come along. Um, 
you know, making sure everything's in place for them when they do come to town for training. Um, I also interact with all the students that have gone through training already. Uh, you know, the Detailers Network and the Detail Mafia. I'm kind of their point, point guy. Um, but, you know, I'm the guy they come to when they need to get to Rennie. Um, I handle the continuing education for the group. So all the uh, Monday and Wednesday night webinars that we do, I'm scheduling. I'm trying to stay on top of. I'm promoting making sure we get guys to attend, that kind of thing. Um, it's a long list. We've got a, we've got a very ambitious to-do list. Um, it keeps getting longer. Rennie's got lots of great ideas. And uh, so we, we just keep adding to the list, and we grab the stuff that's most important and just keep working on it and, and go from there. I, I think that's a, a really important distinction there because – you know, there are people that have, they're really driven by ideas and being in front of people and training and being out front and having a good operations guy behind you and or good systems behind you really make the difference in whether or not you're able to not just succeed, but to grow and and expand your influence. Right. And, and over the last couple, you know, say two, three years, I think, you know, Rennie realized that things were getting away from him because he needed somebody like that kind of behind the scenes. And so I'm good at that kind of stuff. Um, I'm good at making, at least I think I am, I'm good at making things go smoothly behind the scenes and staying on top of stuff. So, you know, but we all get sometimes a lot on our plate and even, even then it becomes a challenge. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he's, he's definitely one that likes to put uh, stuff on top of his plate that sometimes exceeds <laughs> what he can even do you know i know they were here oh a couple of months ago they were here and we were even talking about next week and it was like there's only 24 hours that's a lot of stuff he's, man he's kind of like the guy at the buffet you know it's like you, you know there's always that one guy and everything's falling off the plate he's still adding more on it's like let's go guys so yep but but he but he puts good stuff on the plate. That's what's important. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. always does. So that is that's one thing is it's the it's the quality, not just the quantity. So yep. Now you also have some unique hobbies. I think um, about a month ago I saw a big post of uh, just a few Hot Wheel cars. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little bit of a Hot Wheels collector. Um, I wouldn't consider myself. A crazy diehard but i do make you know special stops when i'm on the road to go look for them and and i've got you know i've got uh four or five boxes full of unopened hot wheels and i've got actually you could kind of see them on the wall behind me right now i've got uh about 200 to 300 on display just sitting behind me so uh you know, I like yeah. uh, it, it. It's fun to look for the cars that I enjoy. You know, I don't like just any Hot Wheels; they're just cars that I happen to like. But yeah. um, but it's fun, and they're just the right size and and the right price. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> you can own you can own them all. I can own a Bugatti if I want. You know? That's right. That's so, right. For for nine nine cents, well, you can own a Bugatti. So, so you're saying you're the Jay Leno of Hot Wheels. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
That's well, awesome. cool. Yeah, that's that's funny, Chris, because I've got a I've got a bunch of them, but I'm I'm discerning like you. I just like the ones that I like. I don't just want quantity. I want the ones that are fun. So yeah, you know, I've got some. I've actually still got some from when I was a kid. Uh, some of the red line wheels. Yeah, uh, and then I have three of them that my grandmother, who was an antique dealer, gave me that were. Um, they're not actually Hot Wheels. I think they're Matchbox, but they're they're basically army cars from the, uh, from the sixties. And they were my uncle who passed away in Vietnam and they were his. And so she gave those, those are to cool. me. And yeah. Really that's cool, cool to me. Very cool. Um, you know, and it was funny because my grandmother, she's, she's passed away several years ago, but it, it meant a lot to her that I kept those, you know, right. um, as an adult, I have these hot wheels sitting there and she, she's commented on that when she was still alive about how cool it was that I kept, you know, her son's hot wheels and they carried them on and just kind of, you know, and they are, they're, they're silly, they're little cars, but they're fun. And, you know, you, you, they mean certain things to certain people, you know, and Hey, they're, they're, they're hands down responsible for a lot of people's passion in this industry and just the automotive industry alone. So, yep, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Scott, Scott Wong in our group, you know, he's actually uh, working on a custom Baja bug for me uh, where he's repainting a, a hot wheels to look like my Baja. So that'll oh, be fun. That's cool. Nice. Yep. I actually have a, I actually have a Hot Wheels. Uh, well, it's actually a bigger scale, but I have, I have a car that is the, the paint scheme for the truck that I'm building right now. Oh, my cool. wife got me when she was, she was on a trip somewhere and she saw it and she's like, I had to have it cause it's the same as your truck. And you know, so that's Very awesome. Cool. Very cool. Well, any, anything other interesting happening in your world that, uh, you'd like to share with us maybe some tips, words of wisdom for those guys that are up and coming? Oh, words of wisdom. I don't know if I'm the right guy to give words of wisdom, but, <laughs> um, you know, just, just, uh, I, I think the, the power of the detail mafia and the group is huge. I think just, just surrounding yourselves with good people is key to, to success. Um, you know, just, You've got great people you can learn from. You got great people you could depend on, um, and great people that are there to to lift you up when you get down. You know, it, it's a it's a it's a very important thing. And so it doesn't have to be the the detail mafia. It doesn't, you know, but just surround yourself with good people, and I think that's super important in life. So yeah, I think that's really big. You know, and and I've actually been thinking about the power of that a lot. So I've been tracking a Facebook group called detailing for dummies i've been following a number of people's instagram like kyle clark william laura you know people that are very active and like this morning i was watching um kyle clark's and he's actually um showing some of the um pads that he prefers in certain situations i'm like he was using a lamb's wool pad he goes i don't talk about this pad very often but and he and he just broke it down why he uses it and when he uses it and then this past weekend i was on detailing for dummies and and some guy was saying hey how do i get oil off of a concrete pad and i'm like well let me share a story with you <laughs> because last saturday i was out doing the spring cleaning honeydews and i had a 30 gallon drum of old oil that i was going to go and take and dispose of and when I went to uh, pick it up, it the handle actually broke and it smashed on the concrete and 30 gallons of oil went oh. under my feet, 
all the way down my driveway, and Jody slipped, landed on his butt with all the oil just streaming down me. And my wife's like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, don't figure it out. So I go, just go buy six bags of kitty litter. So we went and got, and I shared that story on detailing for dummies and the guy, and I showed pictures and they're like, wow, I can't believe you got all that oil off. And it took every drop of it off. So, okay. Man, and that is one time I did not know that. And I wish I would have been there with a cell phone and a camera because that would have <laughs> it been was awesome. awesome. Yeah. Coming to you face plant live. <laughs> I mean, I was I was covered in oil from the neck down. I mean, it was hilarious. So. Oh, man. That is rough. Well, that bet, is rough. Bet, better you than me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my wife was like, don't go in the house. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty funny. But, yeah, I think that's an important thing. You know, there's there's a lot of experiences that we have with real-world situations um, and in our businesses that if we just get out there and get involved and share and talk and communicate – we can not only help others, but we can help elevate the industry as a whole. That's right. And, and that kind of leads into, um, you know, your local competition. I mean, you know, one of the guys in the in our group, it literally lives three miles from me. He is my local competition. But he and I, you know, we just take care of each other. We work on projects together instead. Um, you know, if he's short on chemicals, I hook him up. Same, same way if I have, you know, an issue. Um, and, uh, instead we're lifting each other up and helping each other out instead of beating each other up as competitors. Um, you know, and I think that's, that's an important thing for everybody to look at in their market, you know, be friends with, be friends with the other detailer next to you. Um, you know, make things better for everybody. I think that's key. Yeah. Collaboration is stronger than competition in many cases. Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely. Well, we so. appreciate you taking the time to visit with us this morning. It's always a great discussion. We want to uh, express our gratitude to you for the things that you're doing for the Detail Mafia and also with the IDA. I think, you know, Rod and I are trying to become very, very involved in the IDA. In fact, we have some things that we're going to announce here in a little bit once I get some official notices. But, yeah, we're – uh, we are very keen on being a contributor to the market and the the industry. And if there's things that you guys would like to hear about um, or have us interview people that you'd like us to talk to, please, in the comments, let us know who we should talk to. And in the interim, Chris, for both your detailing and the Detail Mafia, how do people connect with you? Uh best way to get to me is either give me a call on my cell phone um it's 818-564-5839 or uh, you could email me at chris at detailingsuccess.com and your detail company is ah octane that's a good one detailing, too right yeah octane detailing uh i'm in Reseda, california which is the san fernando valley outside of la um huge market here we got millions and millions of people um and uh even more car, more more cars than that so you know streets you are go. streets streets are lined with them <laughs> <laughs> that's opportunity for you that's right that's great well thank you very much for joining us sure hey thank you guys and and thank you for what you guys are doing sharing uh great guests and sharing uh you know your story too every week as well Absolutely. you know what? we're we're just having fun you know it's like when uh 
I was driving down the road one day and I was like, just the idea of mafia memoirs came to me and I said, Hey Rob, what do you think about that? And he's like, Oh yeah, let's do that. And so it's been a lot of fun. We get to talk to interesting people and learn about the industry, you know, from you, you guys' perspective. And we're just glad to be a small part of it. So. Yeah. Very cool. And, and for everybody listening and watching, you know, share this with, uh, with your friends. So these guys uh, get a bigger audience. It's, it's helpful for everybody. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chris. That, Chris. I'll see you next week. Yeah. You got it. Sounds good. All right. See you guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye, guys. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Mafia Memoirs. Make sure to join us every Thursday as we explore and visit with the movers and shakers, the detailers, vendors, and the key players in the automotive detailing industry, all in, a, in the hopes of helping you up your game. Thank you guys and have a fantastic week.